danger ever. Danger Hour, yeah! And I'm your Fruity Pants host, Jamesy Pooh, on the ones and twos. Boy, James, your, your pupils are kind of dilated. Are you are you on some type of drugs, James? Well, yes, I am. But I assure you, it's legal. That's right, I popped a five-hour energy drink uh, about 20 minutes ago, so it might kick in soon, and I'm going to start talking uh, a lot faster, or my heart will just give out, and I will pass away on the air. But James, if you die in the air, who's going to post the episode? Now, that's a good point. All right. Uh, wife, if you're hearing this, if you find my lifeless corpse on the ground, and I'm sure you're in many tears, oh, you're so sad. But if you happen to see this program open and you start to listen for any clues, first and foremost, I'm sorry for most of our lives. I've done a lot of dumb shit and I apologize. Number two, do not look in the box under my bed. No good shall come of it. Don't, don't even think about it. Just throw it away. And the third thing, you need to post this episode so I can have my last hurrah from beyond the grave. I'm sure you can figure it out. I mean, you are a woman, but you know, you can do some things. Uh, my password is go fuck yourself, capital G-F-Y, the number five exclamation point. <laughs> Why are you raising your hand? Because I have a question, James, if that's okay. What is going on here? You usually just butt right in and start talking and interrupting me all the time. What, why is now any different? Because last episode, James, I interrupted you and you made me put my nose in the corner. But, and, and now you're so tired, James. I'm probably cranky. I don't, I don't want to make you angry at me, James. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm, now I'm the bad guy here. Okay, fine. I'm the abusive asshole and you're the poor innocent victim. Okay. Okay. What's your question? James, you didn't work today. So why do you need a five-hour energy, James? Shouldn't you be well-rested? Uh, that's a great question. I'm actually glad that you uh, politely interrupted me. I'm going to blame it on the wife. But first, let me catch you up a little bit. Let me give you a little bit of a backstory. So today is my day off. And she's like, hey, do you want to go today? You want to go to the Arboretum with me? And I'm like, yes, I do. She was gifted the, this like annual membership pass by a friend. <clears throat> Shout out to Biff. And I would say more, it was like a re-gift. Because <laughs> this friend was like, I'm not going to go to this fucking place. I have no interest. You're planty. You know, you like plants and shit. Do you want these? So it really wasn't even more of a gift. It was more like, a, here, I'm going to dump this on you. That kind of thing. <clears throat> so the wife happily took them. And uh, she even, you know, you know what, you know what she told me, dude. Do you know what she said? She's like, should I even bother asking you if you want to come with me to this place? Should I just ask one of my sisters? I'm like, why wouldn't you ask me? Because you're not into this stuff. I'm like, hey, you're into it, which means I'm into it. And I had like a cute little glimmer in my eye, and she's like, bullshit. Ha. Are you sure you want to go? I'm like, yes, I'm sure. I'd love to go. 
This was in the past. So t- today was the day. So she's like, you want to go to the garden? I'm like, yes, I do. Let's do that. So we went. And we left the kids and the dog home. That's right. It was kind of like a date day. Oh, look at me keeping the love alive. So, uh, <laughs> so we went. It's in, uh, I think it's in Arcadia near Pasadena. For those of you that don't live in this state and don't know anything about anything, it's next to where the Rose Parade is. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, go, we go there and you walk in and right when you, before you even walk in the gate, there's, you hear, ah, ah. Now that, if you don't know what that is by my spot on impression, that's the mating call of the peacock. That's right. The peacock and the shecock. That's the female. Did you know, like most animals in the world, especially humans, the good-looking ones are the males, and the shitty-looking blah ones are the females? So that striking blue chest, neck, and head, you know? And, of course, those beautiful, long, fucking green, gorgeous feathers. That's the male saying, hey, look what I got. Come and get it. Come and get it. I got it. You want it. Come and get it. If you look at the if you look at the females, they look like shit. <laughs> they look gross. Just like most animals in the wild, like I said, including humans. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, took a walk through there, took a little stroll. It was lovely. It's very peaceful, serene. The thing that annoys me though is uh I mean there's there's not really like a whole presence there of security but you're still required to wear a mask and you're walking around it's like dude i'm out i'm fucking outside (laughs) it's like you know you're out in the open but everyone's got masks on and i would take that i would take it off when no one was around and just uh, you know breathe the natural air instead of my own fucking breath back at me and i don't know that moment really made me like a little bit depressed like god damn this, this fucking mask thing is really really annoying can't even walk around outside by yourself (laughs) anyway uh, you know what don't don't let me get off track let me steer the car back on the road all right so uh it was nice it was a nice little outing walking around looking at all these beautiful plants and the crazy thing is the wife knows all kinds of shit she's really done her homework since she's gotten into this whole planty thing um She's she's uh, very well she's very knowledgeable now when it comes to all these things. Like she goes, "Oh, that's a fig tree." I'm like, "Yeah, you think so, huh?" And I walk up with the label, "Fig tree." I'm like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. Oh, that one. That's a ba 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 tree. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's right. On and and so on and so on. I was very impressed. And I got to be honest with you. I mean, there's nothing sexier than a woman really using her brain, you know? That's something I've always said. The sexiest thing about a woman is her mind. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so we left that place and uh, we came back and she's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty hungry myself. What do you want to eat? I'm like, "Uh, whatever you want. This is your day. And I literally, I literally said this to her. I'm like, this is your day. Whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go, it's your decision. And so uh, she was like, I want ba min. You ever had ba min? Is that what it's called? I'm not even really sure. 
I think it's called like BMC or something, a Vietnamese sandwich place. So uh, we get some of that food and some fried rice. I got to tell you something. I think I'm done going to these Asian places. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm racist or anything, but these people seem very dirty. These uh, people. She goes, I didn't even notice it. She goes, oh, my God. Look in the back. The woman making the food is eating. And she's not, she doesn't have a mask on. And uh, she goes, look at her. She's chewing while she's making other people's food. That's fucking gross. She's like, I always tell myself I'm not coming back to these places because they're gross, but I always come back. <laughs> it's probably the MSG in the food. Anyway, we came home after we abandoned our children. We brought them food back, so it kind of like makes it all better, right? We all sit down and ate this food, and dude, that's what put me fucking down. Like, I just took a shit a little while ago, and I was falling asleep on the toilet. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. And the boy has baseball practice today. And this is the reason why I'm cranking these shows out all of a sudden. Because I get some peace and quiet. So she took him to baseball practice, and I'm like, I got to snap out of it. I got to get one of these five hours deals in me. And now you're all caught up. And there we go. See how I brought it right back around? All the loose ends are all tied up. <laughs> all right, at this point, I want to I mention a, a danger update. All right, I had a segment on the last episode called Asshole Thought or Not, which sounds a little something like this. The asshole thought or not. Asshole thought or not. All right, so I had uh, had a response. Look at this. Someone actually emailed me. Wow. Listener Brian, you bearded cunt. <clears throat> it's okay. He, we, have an, we have an established relationship in which that type of talk is not only encouraged, it's appreciated. Okay, so he, he responded to my asshole thought or not last episode about whether or not I'm the asshole or my wife is the asshole for leaving her car unlocked, which resulted in somebody breaking and entering. Is it really breaking into a car if you leave it unlocked? <laughs> uh, unlawful entry? Trespassing? I don't know. Uh, here we go. My dear Jimothy, in all caps, of course you were the asshole! Exclamation point. You were the last one dealing with the car, so you should have locked it after you got the last bags out of it. Also, I believe as the man of the house, and because it relates to you, I use that term incredibly loosely, you son of a bitch. You're in charge of total security. That includes security over your property. If you disagree with me, I am open to sitting down and having a civil debate so that I can tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he signs it. Hugs and kisses, Brian, the bearded cunt. Oh, you see? He said it to himself. There you go. Um, you know what? You bearded cunty son of a bitch. I really can't argue with you. That is a, a pretty valid assessment. Um, since no one else responded, I guess you win. <laughs> and no one else is coming to my defense. So um, that is a good point. I mean, as the man... Of the house. Uh, you know, I thought we had equal rights here, but apparently not. According to this chauvinist pig, it's all my responsibility. That's right, mine and mine alone. Well, you know what? I'll accept that because my wife and I, we really lead a, uh, 
well, you know, a, more, a, a relationship more on the traditional side where the man goes to work and then afterwards goes to the bar and meets up with his buddies and complains about his family. And the wife stays home, cooks and cleans and vacuums. And then when the man comes home, serves him a, a cocktail of his choosing, a hot dinner, and then quickly goes into the bedroom and assumes the position. That's the, the kind of thing that we run here. So uh, in that sense, I guess you're right. I guess I should have gone out and, uh, you know, really made sure everything was buttoned up and taken care of. So I guess I dropped the ball. <clears throat> All right. All right. You know what? And, and you know what? I'm going to hold that to you. I'd like to sit down and have a civil debate over some whiskeys, Brian. Ball's in your court now, bearded cunt. Thank you for writing in. And if you'd like to write in, I'm more than happy to read your emails. Well, how did I do that, James? Well, thanks for asking. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. That's right. You want to send me movie suggestions? I'll watch them. You got any song recommendations? I'll listen to them. You got some recipes? I'll make them. You got any nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. As long as they're tastefully done. <laughs> I'll still look at them. <laughs> the Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. All right. All right, back to business. Uh, I mentioned my kid at baseball. So speaking of baseball, speaking of baseball, my kid's got a tournament coming up. And here we go again. It's in Arizona. Arizona, and so uh, yeah. Last time we went to Arizona, we made it. Th- we made it there and back safely without contracting any diseases. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens this time. Oh boy, because Arizona is a little bit wacky. They uh, they're pretty loose out there. I didn't see any, any masks. I told you last time, lots of whole lots of Donald Trump flags flying. That was before the election. Uh, it's a different breed out there in the Arizonas. Uh, so anyway. So that being said, uh, the wife told me, hey, for his tournament, I can't go. You're going to have to take him alone, 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 alone. And I'm like, Ugh, why? Because the dog is pregnant and she's going to have her puppies around that time. I need to be her. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I got to drive the whole way there and the whole way back. So then I, I, my little brain starts moving. My little hamster man starts going. And I'm like, oh, maybe, hopefully, it'll be in the same Lake Havasu area as the last tournament. And I can invite the old man to come along. And we could do some fishing and some quality hanging out together. Wow. Wouldn't that be great? And so this time, I could be the one to tell him I have the fishing knowledge because of my last trip that I learned the bait and how to fish out there. Remember? With the frozen anchovies that you cut in half and you throw out there? I got the good location. Shit, I got it all done. I can see it now. Hey, Dad, put that power bait away. Have some of these frozen anchovies. I'm going to cut one in half for you. Throw it right in. You'll be pulling a striped bass out in no time. He'll be like, Oh, shit, how do you know all this, son? God, I'm really impressed. I'm fucking proud of you. You're the best thing I ever did in my life, son. You know, that kind of moment. But, sadly, it's not going to happen because uh, it's not going to be in that area no more. Oh, man. It's going to be about an hour further. Ah! But, uh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll still invite the old man and, and go find a lake somewhere 
Yeah, I can do that. Well, who knows? But uh, speaking of the old man, oh boy, have I got a story for you. He probably wouldn't like me telling it, but he's not going to listen, so he'll never know. So one day, uh, <coughs> uh-oh, one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. So can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I receive a text from my mother. And in this text, there's a photo that she took of my father standing in front of the Death Star. Well, the official name is Allegiant Stadium. That's right. The Raiders' new stadium in Las Vegas. And I was like, wow, that's, that's odd. My dad doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Unless there's a lake there, he won't go. Now, he's not, he's not very outgoing. So I was shocked to see that. I'm like, oh, good for them. They got out. And I text my mom. I'm like, are you there now? And, uh, you know, normal people, right after they send a message, would probably get that response fairly quickly. But no. About like, uh, maybe what? Hours later, she responds, oh, we were there earlier. It's like, all right, I'm not going to bother no more. I'll just call my dad tomorrow and get the lowdown. So the next day, I call him up, and he answers like this. Hello. And my dad has this thing. When I call him, if when the way he answers, I automatically know if it's a good time to talk to him or if it's not. And that's one of the times it's not, it's not, a, good, it's not a good time. And I go, oh, boy. And this, this, is, this is literally how it goes. <clears throat> Yeah, hello? I go, oh, all right. Yeah, I get it. Not a good time. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. I just uh, met them at the car wash. That's, that's why. So he's not his loose self. He's not his normal self, right? I go, yeah, I can always tell. I can always tell by the way you answer the phone if uh, if, if you're in a, in a silly, goofy, normal mode or if you're, you know, all hung up on something. Well, I, mean, I told you about the car wash. I can't, I can't talk about it. And, uh... <laughs> he goes, yeah, your mother said, let's go get your truck washed. And I'm like, oh, all right, let's do that. And I go, hey, so you went to uh, the stadium, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's a nice place, nice stadium. Shit. And uh, he, he told me that he went into the um, the gift shop. And I'm thinking, like, I wonder if he even bought anything. <laughs> so did you buy anything in the gift shop, Dad? Yeah, I bought myself a hat. I'm like, oh, good for you. All right. And I said, what were you doing out there? Yeah, we took a trip. Uh, decided to go to Utah. I'm like, What? Like I said, my dad doesn't go anywhere. He never fucking does anything. He's never been anywhere. He's never been anywhere. I'll tell you this. My whole fucking youth growing up, the only time we went on vacations, like I've already, if you're a listener, you know all this shit. If not, brace yourself for depression. You better take some medication right now to help you deal with what I'm about to tell you. Whenever we had vacations, we'd go to like my aunt's house in Bakersfield. Oh, the, the craziest things, the, the, the wildest places we ever went was San Francisco. And that was exciting. Like, wow, we're actually going somewhere different and cool. And we went to a TJ once. And it was only to see like the Titanic they had down there in Mexico. <laughs> we didn't even get out and go on the ship. We just looked at it from the shore. Ugh. 
We went to Rosarito. I think my mom had a friend that had a house out there or something. But, uh, dude, that's about it. And besides that, we would just go, you know, camping here or there or, you know, go on little fishing trips. But nothing, nothing crazy. I don't think I ever left the state. I mean, he, he swears that we went to uh, Oregon or something. But I think it was like a baby. It doesn't count. And so all these places I've been going to, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm telling him, like, oh, you got to go here. You got to go there. You got to you gotta see this. You got to see that. Oh, yeah, yeah that sounds good. Like, he'd love Yellowstone. That's right up his alley. Fishing, outdoors, you know, mountains, beautiful sights and shit. And uh, I told him, like, you got to go. You got to get retired. Go. Just go. So he goes, yeah, we decided to take a drive. You know, we want to dig a trip somewhere. I'm like, wow. Like, who is this person I'm talking to? This never happens. Then he goes, oh, your mother's sending you a text right now. And she sends me a text, right? She goes, he goes, that's the car we drove. We wanted a Cadillac. But they didn't have any. We, we rented a car, and uh, they didn't have any Cadillacs when we got there. So they, they gave us a free upgrade. I opened the fucking text message while he's on the phone with me. And it's a Porsche. <laughs> a black Porsche. That, uh, like, uh, Cayenne or whatever, that SUV Porsche. And I'm like, I'm thinking, who the fuck is this person on the phone? There's no way. And I look at it, I'm like, you drove, I'm like, you're bullshitting me. This is the car you saw in the parking lot. No, that's the one we drove. I was like, I go, I don't believe this. He goes, I'm telling you, we did. And I said, uh, why? I go, okay, that's, that's cool. But why would you take a Porsche on a long road trip? That doesn't seem like you'd be comfortable. It's not. (laughs) He goes, oh, that thing had some balls. He goes, but uh, like the first two hours were good. But after that, it's not comfortable. Ah. Maybe uh, for you and the wife, because you're thin and all that, but uh, no, it wasn't good. I go, so why'd you get it? <laughs> why'd you get something different? Uh, your mother wanted it. It was her decision. I was like, oh, okay, all right, I get it, I get it. So anyway, yeah, my mind's being blown hearing all this shit, seeing the car. Like, what the hell? I go, so why Utah? I, uh, my friend told me there's, a, there's a, a cave you can drive through. That's pretty cool. I'm thinking like, all this time I've been fucking telling him about, you know, Yellowstone and all these cool-ass places that he would love. And he wants to go drive through a cave in Utah. <laughs> and he mentioned Zion and stuff. And I go, so, I go, so what would you think about Utah? And he goes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of dirt. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, where did you go? I went to St. George. I'm like, that's as far as you went? He goes, yeah. I go, that's like barely crossing the border into Utah. Like, he didn't see shit. Yeah, I know, but... I can't talk to you about it right now. I'll, I'll have to tell you later. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. He got in a big fight with my mom. That's what it sounds like. My mom is there in the next, like, kind of close to him. And he kind of whispered when he said that. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. And I'm thinking, wow. They finally decide to get on the open road. Finally. Like, their destination is, is states away. Get this fucking crazy car. They rent a car. They get out on the road, and it's fucking ruined somehow. I'm like, what are the odds of this? I'm thinking like, uh, and, and uh, you know, I keep chatting with him for a bit, and then all of a sudden he's like, all right, I, I can tell you now. And I go, okay. And I'm thinking she must have walked away. I went to the bathroom or something. Now we can talk. And he goes, I had the runs. And I'm like, I thought you were going to tell me you got in a fight with mom. He goes, no, there's people around me, and I don't want to say it in front of them, but then their car was ready, so they left. Oh, I had the runs the whole time. (laughs) 
I go, so you came home? He goes, yeah. So forget it. Let's just go home. Shit. It's like, why don't you just get a room and just have the runs the whole time in the room and let it pass and then continue the next day? Oh, yeah, we could have done that. But, you know, we didn't. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, we got we, we to gotta try, try doing it against them. I'm like, that's never going to fucking happen. That was probably like the one time. So James Sr. goes down. His, his plans are altered. It's not what he expected. Well, how about this? James Jr. had his own little story. Oh, my God, James. Don't you always have the runs? Well, that's not the point. That's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm, I'm not talking about the runs this time. I'm talking about uh, something, something happened uh, in my life that didn't turn out the way I expected. Much like my father. Like father, <laughs> like son. So speaking of father and son, my son starts asking me to go take him to play baseball. I'm like, uh, I don't know. And like, I really was not in the mood. Not in the mood. And he's like, come on, come on, come on. And he's begging. And he really wants to go. He fucking loves it. You know, I don't want to let him down. I don't want to look back and be like, why didn't you take your kid to play when he wanted to play? Come on, dude. It's, it's a simple thing. He wants to go play ball. Fucking take him to play ball. Because one day, he's not going to ask you to play ball no more. And you're going to wish he did, right? So I go, all right, all right. I, t- I hype myself up. I go, all right, let's go play some ball. Now we go to this park to play baseball, specifically to play baseball because it has four very well-maintained softball fields, right? And uh, they're all enclosed. So there's a fence around each one. And he likes trying to hit the ball out of the park because a lot of places you go to, it's just open field and it's not as fun. He likes going to this one because he tries to be a home run hitter. And uh, the left and right fields are 200 feet. And he pops them out sometimes. Um, so, but the problem with the, fi- with the fields are, because of COVID, all the fields are all locked now. Before, you can just walk right in and play, and they're open, and you, you can just, you know, go for it. But now they're all locked with fucking, you know, locks and chains. So we usually just jump the fence. And we've gone here a dozen times. Jump the fence, play, jump the fence, take off. So we go to the same place. One of the fields is being uh, occupied by a softball team. But we go to our normal field that we always go to. And just like we always do, he hops the fence. I hand him his bag over the fence. Then I hand him the, the, buck, the bucket of balls over the fence. And just like we always do, I jump over the fence too. But this time, oh, but this time. A little different than usual. It happened so fast, it came without warning. I jumped the fence like normal when I'm like, a, like, my feet hit the ground and I just feel this incredible fucking yank on my hand. And I noticed that my ring got caught. My wedding ring got caught on the top of the fucking fence. This is a seven foot fence. So once my feet hit the ground, my hand was like still up in the air. I'm like, ah, ah, and I look up and I just yank it off real quick. And I look at my I look at my finger and immediately it's swollen as fuck. Like in that split second, it just whoom, swelled up huge. I'm like, oh no. And oh the amount of excruciating fucking pain that I felt. Oh man, oh man. It's been a long time since I've felt pain like that. And uh I'm just like, oh sh-. and I have this tungsten carbide ring, right? It's supposed to be like the strongest goddamn uh, metal or some bullshit. So right away, I'm, think, I'm thinking, great. Now my, uh, my finger is swollen as hell. There's no, I can barely get my ring off when it's not swollen. It's like that snug. 
And so I'm just like, great, what the hell am I going to do? Like, what if I got to, this thing is just going to get worse and worse. Like, what if it has to come off? Like, what am I going to do? Can they even cut it off? I don't know. And so I'm just thinking, I got to get this thing off now. So my fat ass swollen finger is, is, oh, the pain. I can't stress that enough. So I start to pull on, like, to slowly fucking force this ring off my finger. Oh, millimeter by millimeter. And, like, I have, like, my son's just kind of freaking out. Like, what, what can I do? What should I do? Should I, should I go get, should I go to your truck and get something for you? I'm like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And the whole time, I'm like, oh, oh, just the amount of pain. James, did you cry? No, I did not cry. I did not cry. I, I held it together. So I'm just like, get your water bottle out. I'm like, pour the water on my finger. And he's pouring it. And like, I'm just using it like as a lubricant. And I'm just slowly, just slowly, little by little, pulling this ring. And I'm like pushing my fat, swollen finger in, trying to shove it in while I pull the ring up. And finally, after, dude, it would have felt like five minutes of just struggling. Ah, it finally comes loose. And oh, oh, mama. The amount of fucking pain. My my finger is numb, but it's also extremely throbbing and painful. And I can feel the tip of my finger cold because it's not getting any blood to it. And Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, hold on. And she's like, he's like, let's go, let's go. I'm like, no, 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 hold on, wait, wait. Just give me some time. Just give me some time. And I'm just sitting there. And the whole time I'm like, oh, oh. And you know, you're thinking, great. For sure it's broken. I knew right, I knew right away. It's done. It's broken. How bad is it? So I, I, I give it like 10 minutes, just kind of like, you know, not really walking it off, but <laughs> I'm pacing for a minute. And then I sit down in the bucket and I'm just like, all right, okay. So once the ring was off, I f- started to feel better. And then I'm like, all right, let's play. And he goes, what? what? We can't, we can't play. I'm like, yeah, 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 maybe it'll be fine. I go, just throw the ball to me on the right side so that I can use the pocket of the glove. Don't throw it down because I don't want the ball to hit my hand on inside the glove. Just uh, let me use the pocket. <laughs> so, uh, dude, like a fucking champ, I stuck it out. We played catch. Yes, I still hit my finger a few times, which was agonizing. But I was able to carry on, man. I stuck it out. I played with my kid. We played catch a, bent, a bunch. Gave him some batting practice. He had a few home runs, but uh, then I came home and I showed the wife. She's like, oh, my God, why aren't you going to the ER right now? I'm like, I'm like nah, what, what's, what are they going to do? It's like it's broken under my knuckle. Like, what can they, they're, they're not going to set anything. You know, they're not going to put some bones back together. Like, they're not going to do shit. And she's like, you don't know that. Maybe you need surgery. Maybe there's some problem that you don't know about. So maybe she's right. I never went, though. I never went. I'm looking at it right now. It's still like a bulbous fat fucking finger but it's gone down and now i can you know i can totally squeeze into a fist <laughs> the first day i can make barely move it halfway but look at that shit man it started off as a normal fucking day of going to play ball just some normal shit you do every day all the time you do you've done it a bunch of times jump in a fence no big deal all of a sudden look what happens you know this ring i've like bumped it on a couple things and it got kind of like snagged a little bit before and i've kind of always thought like maybe i shouldn't wear a ring and in my line of work, sometimes it's not the best. So I'm like, maybe I shouldn't wear, maybe I should wear one of those, like, you know, those rubber ones that people have. They're like, like if people are mechanics and stuff, so their hands don't get caught or anything. I'm like, oh, I always thought maybe I should wear one of those. And then I tell the wife, I'm like, you know what? I'm not wearing a ring ever again. And she looks at me like, what? What are you talking about? 
And she gives me like those jealous eyes. I'm like, all right, look at that. She still cares. I still got her. <laughs> oh, boy. My fucking poor fat finger. Jesus. Speaking of my son, I made sure to really, really rub it in like, oh, it's all your fault. You begged me to go. I wasn't in the mood. And look what happens. It's your fault. Oh, my God, James. I hope that's not true. Yeah, it is. I need him to know that it's all his fault. That what I do for him, I suffer for him is basically what I'm trying to say. I, my life is full of pain and suffering for him. You're a terrible father, James. I didn't tell him that shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, and uh, speaking of him and baseball, I had to work this last weekend with my broken finger. Yep, I'm a hero. I'm going to get one of those signs from the front of my house that says a hero lives here. Yep, I made up my mind because I went to work with a broken finger and I broke my finger and still played ball with my son. So yeah, I think that pretty much qualifies as a hero. I'm going to put one of those signs up. You think I'm bullshitting you, don't you? But I am. You'll see. Um, so I couldn't make it to his, uh, his, his like practice games this last weekend. And uh, they played at this park. And my wife sent a picture to me. And it said, he was alive when we got here. And there's a fucking body with a tarp over it. Like, what the hell? She went out and sat in the outfield to watch his game. And there was like this strange homeless guy hanging around. Not close to her, but enough far enough away that she noticed him and saw him kind of like sitting down, sitting there. And he was laying on the grass and he was kind of moving once in a while. And then all of a sudden they see cops show up and they put a fucking tarp over his body. Oh, fuck. Can you believe that? You're sitting there watching a baseball game. And a person a little, uh, a little ways from you is dead, <laughs> laying on the ground. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Yeah, she said that he was, uh, he was like laying in the sun for a long time. Some, some, I think he was a homeless guy. Asian guy. She's like, I wonder if he was attacked because he's Asian. Because of that shit that's going on right now. Because of the coronavirus people are uh, attacking Asian people. I mean, uh, you know, better safe than sorry. So, there's that. Uh, <clears throat> moving right along. <laughs> Speaking of foreigners... Uh, I recently talked to some friends, and uh, they fi I think I finally figured out this uh, lifelong question. You see, I would uh, run into people, Mexican people, who speak Spanish, and I am half Mexican, half white. I'm a hybrid. I'm a half-seas. And my brother is light-skinned, colored eyes, like dark brown hair. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little tanned, a little more tanned than he is. I got brown eyes and black hair. So, and yes, growing up, people would always ask my mother if she was babysitting someone's kid, i.e. me. <laughs> my mother was blonde hair, blue eyed. And here's, here, here's me, a little Mowgli running around, right? So people mistake me for full on Mexican at times, even though I've been mistaken for other things also. I have a whole lot of looks that I can pass off as like, one day, I was at work, and I worked at a Macy's a long time ago. Long time ago. And this guy comes up to me, and he goes, Oh, paisano! I'm like, what the hell is he talking to me? And I go, me? He goes, yeah. He goes, you're uh, Italian, right? And I'm like, uh, a little bit, but... <laughs> he goes, uh, you're from Italy? I'm like, no, no, I'm from here. 
Uh, and he starts talking to me in Italian. I'm like, I don't know the language. Ah, come on. Come on, paisano. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like I don't speak Italian. I don't. Uh, but the, mostly this happens with the Mexicans. They start speaking to me in Spanish. And I always tell them, like, oh, no habla espanol. And they keep talking. They go like, oh, no? No? Like, I'm offending them, right? So I've mentioned this before. And, uh, and, they, and once I say, no, I don't speak Spanish, or I say, like, oh, muy poquito, they'll keep talking to me in Spanish. And I, and I was telling these friends about this recently. And they go, yeah, it's because you have a pretty good pronunciation. It's like, oh, they, they go, yeah, they think that you are just saying, oh, I only speak a little bit. But you probably know enough. Like just like when they say, "Oh, I don't. I speak a little bit of English." And then you talk to them, and they they understand everything you're saying. <laughs> I fucking hate people like that. Um, yeah, because I got to speak with a lot of people for my line of work, and they always do the same thing. Oh, habla español, and I'm like, no, no. Oh, uh, well, I know a little bit of English, and everything I tell them, they know everything I'm talking about. So uh, the thing is, when I when they start talking in Spanish, I'll be like, "Oh, no habla español, no." I'm like, ah, muy poquito, but no. And once I say that, they'll be like, oh. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. I know I, if you tell me like a whole long sentence, I'll pick a few words out, but I can't really communicate. So then um, they told me like, yeah, because your pronunciation is good. So it sounds like you know the language, just not very well. I'm like, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. And one of my aunts told me like a long time ago, my cousin Dominic. Who? His mom. She complimented me on my pronunciation. So I do have some sources that back up this claim. But recently I went to, I, I had to deal with these people and the guy, he, he sees me, he goes, ah, in Spanish. And I go, oh, no, hablo español. And he goes, no. I go, no. I go, I don't, <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Ah, and he's smiling at me. And then the, the wife comes out and she speaks English. And she's talking to me, asking me these questions, and I'm, and I'm communicating with her. And he looks at me again. He goes in Spanish again. There's all these like this long sentence. And I look back at her and I go, I go, how come this guy? I tell this guy I don't speak Spanish, but he keeps talking to me in Spanish. And she goes, Oh him? Oh, don't pay any attention to him. He's just messing with you. He's a character. And he, right when she said that, he smiles at me. I'm like, Ah, this motherfucker. <laughs> but I think he thought, you know. That I was, wasn't letting on as much as I actually know. Just like them, man. They're all sneaky. The Mexicans. They know. So my friends told me that what I should do next time, just to sum all this up. Just for any, if any of you out there have the same issue. If, uh, if they say, habla espanol. Don't even just be like, no habla espanol. No speak of the Spanish. At that point, they'll be like, oh, okay, this gringo. He knows nothing. In closing, the Mexicans, they sure are tricky. All right, let's take this time right now to check in with our radio affiliate to get a break on the weather. K-G-A-Y, and now for your Southern California weather report, we take you live to meteorologist Dan Drizzles. The temperatures are rising. And that was the KGA weather report brought to you by Duraflame. Burning wood all night long. K-G-A-Y, And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor 
Some would even argue, the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder, what if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie? Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in Swingers, playing Vince Vaughn's character of Trent. And here it goes. Hey, yo, like, listen, uh, bring a single mile to uh, Glen Gary for me and one for my boy Mikey here, you know? And if you tell the bartender to go easy on the water, then this 50 cent piece has your name written all over it, okay? Now I want you to run along because I'll be timing you. I'm going to keep time. One, two, uh, three, four. What an asshole. Hey, you're like, what, baby? That was money. Tell me it wasn't money. That was so demeaning. Hey, she smiled, baby. I can't believe what an asshole you are. Uh, no, no, baby, she smiled. She was smiling. What an asshole you are. No, no, no. She was smiling at how money I was. What I did with her. Can we get out of here, all right? Because I'm not going to pay for a room, and I, I got to get... Hey, Mike, what the hell do you want to get out of here for? You know, the honey baby's bringing us a cocktail. What are you, nuts? You think she's coming back here? Hey, oh, baby, I know she's coming back here. Did you even hear what she said? You shouldn't leave without getting something for free. Baby, she wants a party. She wants to. I'm tired. We, we should just go. Hey, baby, this is what we came here for, you know? Now we met a beautiful baby, and she likes you. No, she likes you. Hey, well, whatever, you know? Daddy's going to get her to bring a friend. Now, I don't care if I end up with her or one of her beautiful baby friends. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Trent. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. It's been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. <laughs> All right. Speaking of beautiful babies. Oh, boy. I got questions. I've got questions that I need answering. So I recently heard these, uh, these women called into a radio station talking about their lesbian experiences. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man. You know, it just seems like the average just regular girl is kind of open to doing lesbian type shit. I mean, I know not all women's, but it seems like a lot of them that apparently are not lesbians could be swayed into lesbianic behaviors. James, I don't, I don't think that's the word. Uh, it doesn't matter. So uh, this girl, you know, she called in and gave her experience going full on lesbian. And that means going downtown and getting downtown done on hers, right? The whole thing, the whole deal. And, uh, you know, everything. All, all the whole menu. <laughs> and this girl says after she's done that later on, that girl that she hooked up with, she came out as bi. And I'm thinking like, well, aren't you? Doesn't that make you bi? <laughs> I mean, just the fact that you went full on lesbian with some chick, that doesn't make you bi at all. You can still be a total straight chick. 
like if a guy goes, yeah, I think I want to try, uh, I think I want to try getting fucked in the ass by another guy. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's just some casual thing. Yeah, I'll try it out. It seems like you'd have to be attracted to men. <laughs> number one. And then like, yeah, go for it. Give it a shot. And so then doesn't being attracted to men and be willing to get fucked in the ass make you buy sort of like already? You're definitely on top of the fence. James, watch out. Your ring might get stuck. I didn't say I was on the fence. James, it's, it's fine. You can, you can straddle that fence, James. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so let me just do some out loud thinking here. So like a girl could be in a bar and then she can see another chick and be like, oh, she's hot. And then they just start kissing and then one thing leads to another and yet she's not at least by, right? I mean, she's attracted to the chick. Like if I see a real cute boy. Oh my God, James, slow down. Uh, no, no, I'm going to go with it. If I see a real cute boy and, you know, it's one thing if I think, oh, he's a good looking guy. I mean, that's normal. I mean, we've all seen John Stamos on, on Full House. So I think we've all had those thoughts. But the, to take it to the next step, like, hey, I think I want to kiss him. <laughs> see where it goes from there. <laughs> That means you're attracted to the guy, right? Or, uh, okay, let's take, a, let's take a little step back. Let's say that you're just curious. Hmm, wonder how that would go. wonder how if I'd like that, if I just kissed this guy, this real cute boy. So then you go up to the guy and you give him a real, real passionate kiss. You're like, nope, that didn't do it for me. So at that point, you're like, all right, I, I recognize that he's attractive, but uh, that's not, I'm not sexually attracted to men. I guess we can leave it at that. I mean, you tried it out, nah, it's not for me. Just like if it's like... <laughs> just like if you're trying some like uh, some uh, some liver or something right like oh that doesn't taste that good i thought i'd like it but i don't so but what about the chicks though like this these chick stories where yeah i was kissing her okay so i like that let me just keep going i was filling up her tits oh i like that let's just keep going i was grabbing her ass i like that let's keep going i started finger banging her oh i like that let's keep going i started licking her it felt good. It was nice. At this point, you're not a, you're not a, at least bi. <laughs> it was fun, but I, I'm not I'm not attracted to the women. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think the same logic uh, works for men and women. But anyway, I just thought the whole thing was funny. That the girl had a full on lesbian experience and went like, yeah. No, I thought it was funny because that girl came out bi later, but I'm not. You know what's also funny? I've known a handful of women's. That were in full-on lesbian relationships, moved in and everything, living with the person, full-on lesbians. Full-on lesbians. And now they're married to men and they got kids. They're in a whole, they got a whole family going on. Like it never happened. <laughs> but you know what you don't see? Men that are full-on gay living with other guys. And later on, they've got a wife and kids. You don't see that. You see the opposite. Where they got a wife and kids, and later on they're moving. They moved in with a guy. So I'm just saying, uh, this is another uh, another instance where I think uh, women just don't know what's going on. They don't know what they want. Yeah, they're confused. Let's just leave it there. Okay. Speaking of gender, <clears throat> oh my God, James, you're getting so much hate mail this week. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. So speaking of gender, this guy. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. This fucking uh, a soon-to-be father was setting up a gender reveal device, right? What's with these people and their gender reveals? What's going on there? What? It's happening. Why has everyone got to blow shit up? 
you know, like blow this pink or blue powders in the skies. Why, why do they got to do that? Why can't you just tell people, hey, I'm having a boy. I'm having a girl. Oh, congratulations. That's great. Why does it got to be some spectacle? Why do you think anyone gives a fuck? Nobody cares. Check this out. And I've told stories about this in the past. Like when the guy shot the fucking cannon and they killed his grand, like his mother or something, or the grandmother got killed, something like that. Here we go again. This guy was constructing an explosive device, <laughs> a pyrotechnic device, along with his 27-year-old brother to announce the gender of his child. And uh, he was working on it in his garage. He lived in New York. It was a Sunday afternoon. This is February 21st. While he's working on this fucking thing, it exploded and killed him. He's dead. And now his brother is in the hospital with a leg injury. This dude killed himself accidentally, but still killed himself because of some, uh, some ego-driven horse shit. And just think, man, when that kid grows up, hey, whatever happened to my father? Oh, he was making an explosive device to show if you were going to be a boy or a girl. And it killed him because it blew up because he didn't know what he was doing. Wow. That's how your dad died? What a stupid fucking reason to die. What a stupid reason. I would much rather hear that my dad, you know, he was drunk and he drove off a cliff and he fucking died. All right. <laughs> At least he went out like in a spectacular way. Not, he was in his garage making an explosive device to, uh, to announce the gender of his child and oopsie daisy. <laughs> Stupid. Oh God. All right. And with that, we move it right along because it's time to travel. Travel through time. This is Time, time. Traveler. Traveler. All right, so as you all know, I'm a very intelligent person. I like to dabble in engineering, science, and the mystic arts. And in my studies, I've stumbled across technology that allows me to travel to and fro through time. That's right. I can go backs and forwards in time. Now, let's begin by taking a peek into the past. Let me get my machine going here. All right. February 24th. 1942. This is 79 years ago. The Battle of Los Angeles! Oh, <laughs> mama! Yes. Yes! In 1941, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. And that got us into World War II. Now, just a short few months later, it was believed that the coast of California was now under attack by these dirty, rotten Japanese, right? Everyone's going nuts. Oh, shit, they're coming. So they lead this crazy fucking attack. They're shooting in the sky. They, they think they see something up there coming at us. And then, you know, the military goes nuts. They order all these people to shoot all kinds of crazy shit. All this shit's going on. 
they're really letting them have it. Once the firing started, the imagination went crazy and the whole everyone thought the whole sky was full of enemies, so they started firing at every fucking thing. And it turned out to be nothing, apparently. Called it a false alarm. They said, oh, it was a weather balloon that got loose. Why is it always a weather balloon? <laughs> Why is everything always blamed on being a weather balloon? Who knows? But they, they called it later, it was war nerves. They were just kind of paranoid. Oh shit, we're being attacked. They saw something in the sky, they thought it was Japanese attack. But it's being referred to as the Battle of Los Angeles. And I gotta tell you, with my machine here, that allows me to look back into the past, I can assure you, it was no weather balloon. It in fact was... Aliens. That's right. Illegal aliens. Shooting fireworks. Just some Mexicans, that's all it was. That's all it was, those sneaky Mexicans. I warned you earlier in the show. If you don't keep an eye on them, they'll get you. All right, that's as far as I got to go with that. Uh, I found out the truth, so um, yeah. I think I can use my machine to look back on moments in the past and really uh, find out the truth that happened back then. If I can see what happened, then I can clear it up for you guys. So there you go. You're welcome. The Battle of Santos was, in fact, a bunch of Mexicans just having a good time. That's what seems to be a lot of the case in Los Angeles. If uh, any, anything spooky going on, can always be ready. Always go back to Mexicans. I'll tell you what. Oh, boy. All right, let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy That. Fancy times, oh boy. All right, I fancy that is a segment in which I get to talk about something positive for a change. Aw, I get to be happy. I get to say something that makes me downright smile. That's right, something that I fancy. <laughs> so this week, oh boy, I like to say I fancy WandaVision. Uh-huh. I got to be honest, the first two episodes that came out, I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> But I still had faith. I'm like, all right, well, this is Marvel, so I'm sure it'll pick up. And oh boy, has it. And so I watched the, like the first two episodes. I told the wife, oh, hey, you want to watch the show? Yeah, I don't really feel like it. I'm going to do this and that. And so I'm like, all right, are you sure? Yeah, I don't care. And so I watched the first two episodes. And then the third episode came out. And I told her, uh, hey, you know what? I think you'll like it. Because she's a big I Love Lucy fan. And like the first two were kind of like throwbacks to I Love Lucy. So... I go, I think you should give it a shot. I think you'll dig it. And so she watched it and she absolutely loved it. But what I fancy is, I fancy that they're releasing it. This is going to sound kind of strange. I fancy that they're releasing one episode a week because it gets me and the family excited for Fridays. Just like back in the day when it was like TGIF TV, what the fuck, with like Family Matters and whatever the hell TV shows came on at the time. I don't remember all the TV shows, but... Like home improve was it home improvement family matters like it was the new lineup of shows would come out and it was exciting like all right brand new episodes and so you, you were looking forward to it and like friday was a big event and so that's what that's what's coming back again man like the whole family like we gather around the tvs we watch the wandavisions and it's nice and they're gonna keep it coming with uh the falcon and winter soldier and blah 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 so i don't know it's kind of it's kind of cool to not have them all fucking you know blow your load all the same time. I mean, it is cool to, to binge watch shows, but I'm, I'm kind of digging this that they're stretching it out. So it kind of gets you time to think about it, soak in the episode, 
you know, listen to different podcasts with nerds on them, trying to break it down what they think is going to happen. It does make it more interactive and more fun. So I do like that. You might even say, I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. All right, the fuck you is where I get to be negative again. <laughs> you thought I get to end the show on a negative note. Oh, so uh, let's see. What can I complain about this week? I got a couple things written down here. First and foremost, I'm sure you all have gotten these fucking phone calls about your. This is a call about your auto warranty. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. You know, the cool thing about cell phones was that you wouldn't get any spam. But that's a changing. Yeah, they always figure out how to fuck you somehow. Everything that's new is cool and exciting. And then, you know, eventually they fucking ruin it. I.E. YouTubes. Remember how YouTubes was cool? Now they got ads and shit in the goddamn videos before the videos. It's fucking annoying. Multiple ads. They always find a way to fucking ruin everything. Ugh. And now, yeah, we're getting spam calls. Like these fucking... What about the IRS, you know? Oh, you owe money or what the hell? It's all these scams, dude. It's, it's just a bunch of horse shit. It's fucking annoying. And my for work, I have my own little work phone. And I get calls all the time with these, your car warranty is about to expire. Don't you want to renew your warranty? Fucking stupid. Oh, it's annoying. It's fucking irritating. What else I got? Uh, you know what? I've had this one written down for a long time, so I'll just go ahead and blow it now get it out of the way i want to say fuck you to those you ever see those like making of featurettes featurettes where they talk to the cast and crew about some kind of movie or tv show or something aren't these always fucking annoying isn't everybody great oh oh he's so great working with him is so it's been such a great experience he's so great Oh, Jesus. It's just a big fucking cock-sucking fest. Everyone's great. Everything was fantastic. He's just the best. He does this and this. He's so wonderful. His cum tastes like pineapple juice. Really? Not a bad thing to say about the guy, huh? Oh, he was wonderful. He could just, you know, you know the great thing about him is whatever he touches turns to gold. I mean, he could do no wrong. Everything he does is perfect. It's fucking horse shit. It's really annoying. It's like, all right, all right. Wrap it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, every every one of those things is just the uh, Yeah, it's all phony. You know, that's that's Hollywood for you. What what am I what am I complaining for? All right, and last but not least, my last fuck you. My last fuck you goes to women. In particular, women of Instagram. Have you seen these broads? The ones that are like dancing and shit? Making themselves look like fucking morons. Doing these little these little choreographed dances by themselves. You know, you see a hot chick and you click on the video like, oh, what's, what's she going to do? And it's this bullshit dancing. Uh, uh. Or what about when they, uh, when, when they, um, they imitate movies? Like they have like the movies uh, playing and they're like mouthing the words. Listen, dude, don't try so hard. Just just put photos of yourself looking hot, and that's all we got. That's all we need. Don't be dancing around like a fucking moron, okay? Wow, James, you you seem pretty pretty upset this week. Ah. Uh, I think the caffeine kicked in.
<laughs> so in closing, I'd like to say a huge fat fuck you to girls on Instagram dancing around like morons. The making of featurettes for TV and movies. It's a big blow fest. And finally, most importantly, the auto warranty spammy phone calls. Ah, annoying. All those things. Ah, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you for joining me. It's been a little slice of pecan pie heaven. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you send me an email of your, of your, uh, your lesbian experiences? Hell, it could even be a gay experience if you're a dude. If you, uh, if you attempted something. Go ahead. Let me know uh, your story and I'll, I'll report about it here. I'll keep you anonymous if you'd like. But uh, we can really spread the word. Really clear this whole thing up. Really teach me something. I'm ignorant. I don't know. So teach me and some other listeners the truth about whether or not you're gay, bi, or straight that is gay shit. So that's fine. All right. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. So I will leave you with the same fantastic advice I leave you with every episode, and that's simply stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. Later.